0: Welcome back to Luke's Crazy Journey and our season two premiere week. We're back in 2021, brand new unedited episodes, and I wanted to say, as the best listeners in the world, thanks for still playing us in between our seasons. Now, before we get started, season two does have some new segments and some surprises. I decided to give you five new episodes for each month I was gone. So let's get into today's episode: Adventurous as April. So, Adventurous as April is my first time living at home without family. So, I went to go live at an Airbnb because I just needed to get out of my environment. My environment was so bad. I don't know if I've said in previous episodes, but the shower didn't work right. There was rats in the home. It was dirty. It was just not a good environment, at least physically. Now, I got better with support. Like, the people who were there, like, the support started to get better, but the environment was just not getting better. So, it didn't get... No. It needed to have some more work done in the house and everything, so I needed to leave. So, then... I went to go live at an Airbnb, and that was okay, but y'all, he had some strict-ass rules because he was a little older, so he was trying to act like somebody's grandfather, and I was not here for it. He was like, you got to wash your dishes right there, right then and there in the moment. You can't eat in your room. What else? I think that was about it for the most part. Oh, yeah. Make sure you don't leave no water on the floor or no water nowhere um, in the bathroom. <laughs> I was just like, okay, am I paying you or am I staying with you? Like... There's a difference. Like It's not going to kill you to clean up a little bit of water. It's not going to kill you to let me eat in the room. It's not going to kill you for me not to have every dish washed as soon as I get done using it. You know what I mean? So, <clears throat> yeah. And then I was supposed to move into a boarding house instead of an Airbnb. Now, let me tell you about the boarding house. boarding house is when I was in the mental hospital, and it was telling me, okay, you need some other place to stay because we believe that the place that you're that you're at now is sending you back in here. So it was like a boarding house is the best place to go. But you had to get some money, so I finally got some money, y'all. I finally got that stimulus check. And it was, the whole stimulus check is a long story because I only got the last one because yeah, I was done dirty. But I got one at least. But y'all, so I finally get the money. I go over there. I had one over there before I got the money. I was just I was just a good faith. I hadn't got the money yet and I already had took a tour. And then I finally get the money and I look at the paperwork. And they were saying all these different rules, like you can't do this, you got to have your shoes under the bed, you can't do that, you can't do that. And I'm just like, okay, is this jail or is this a place to help people get up on their feet? So I left, I didn't sign a contract and y'all, y'all know what happened. The lady who introduced me to the boarding house or who I was talking to, she was already iffy anyway, cause she's like, are you sure you're going to move into the boarding house today? Are you sure that you're going to be able to make the apartment tour or whatever, the boarding house tour? She was just really like iffy like that. So, uh, she was like, well, you're not going to be able to get any place. You're not going to be able to live anywhere without a job. You're not going to be able to make any money without filing for disability. And I'm like, what are you talking about? She just started sending all these nasty texts. And then right after that, I got into my Airbnb. And then right after that, I went back home for like a week. And then right after that, I went to Arizona and lived there or visited visited there for a couple weeks. So, she don't know what she was talking about because I've been living (laughs) from place to place to place. Ever since then, so sis was tripping. I don't know why she decided to send those nasty texts. Took time out of her day, but she don't get a she don't get a mention though. She don't get a. I'm not gonna blast her name, but this is all the time she get on my show uh, in front of my thousands of listeners. But uh, yeah, so I want to take time to talk about the guy who didn't want to talk. Um, who didn't want to talk? I can't even remember now. Oh, okay. So there's this guy that I had went to meet up with. All the way in Lafayette Square at the time. And if you guys know Indianapolis, from the center of Indianapolis to Lafayette Square, it's a bit of a drive. So I went out there at night, and I was like, okay, you cool, if we just talk for a minute first. He's like, no, I'm not cool with that. And I was like, okay, then bye. Like, I'm not about to, for me, it's weird to do stuff, and I don't know you at all. I don't know your vibe. I don't know you, I don't know nothing about you. That's just weird to me. So that didn't happen. And then there was one guy who made me come only from hand. And that was the first time that had ever happened to me in my life. I don't know what it was, but I guess his skills his skills was different and our vibe was different at that time. That's why I said, like, that. at that time it was different. But, yeah, I saw guys from Freak Twitter on hookup sites. So that was different. Um, I talked about the shade from the boarding house. I went to Chicago. Um, oh, yeah, I went to Chicago just for a vacation, right? Or no? Yeah. And I went to Chicago twice. Um, and that was pretty cool. That was a pretty nice time. Um, I started feeling better. My medicine was starting to get regulated a bit more. Um, but, yeah. So, that was a good time. Then I went to my first gay bar. I think I talked about that already. But I want to talk about it more. Because it was so, like, nerve-wracking in the sense of, like, I was so, like, scared. Because, like, I went to a drag show. And then I went to the ping-pong room. Then I went where they were throwing darts. I went to the bar. it was just scary because uh, the way I grew up was just like, it was like, this place specifically was something that was made fun of by other family members. So in my mind, I'm like, oh, I'm not supposed to be here and all this different stuff and blah, 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 blah. And I was just in my head. So it just felt weird. So that's how that went. And then I chill with this white guy. And I say white guy because everybody always want to know what you be down with Vanilla. I'm down with Vanilla. I'm not not down with it. But uh, it was all right. It wasn't all that. I had to drive out 45 minutes. I probably wouldn't do it again. He asked me to. But no, because it just wasn't all that. And it's a long-ass drive, especially in the middle of the night. So I'm good. And then I um, my friends started disappearing because I had like 15 friends I was talking to. And, like, a a mix, like a rotation. And, like, all of a sudden, they just, like, off one by one, just stop responding or stop reaching out. And I'm just like, how the hell did that happen? this is April. This is the top of April. And I'm just like, how in the hell did that happen? Because we was cool. We was, you know what I mean? So I'm just like, what the hell happened there? But, um, yeah. And then I finally came to Arizona. So I'm finally on my first flight. Wait, hold on. Let me make sure I'm talking about this. right. Uh, And excuse me, I'm sorry. There's no editing. I have a really bad cold right now. So excuse me. So now it's not time for Arizona yet. Let me make sure I'm talking about the right thing at the right damn time. So yeah, April was just a transitional period for me anyway. Because I was moving so much. I was traveling, you know. There's just so much going on. Then had my first threesome. That was lit. Um, well, it wasn't lit. No, it wasn't lit because I had to leave because the weed man was coming over, but I couldn't mess with the weed man for whatever reason. I don't know. This is why I don't. This is why I don't mess with DL people. I'm just sorry. I'm. I'm I hate to say it, but this is why. Because it's always some bullshit, unnecessary bullshit. But. uh... Then it was this married guy, and I didn't know he was married until after. And I was just like, "Oh my God, we didn't even get into much." He was like, "Well, we have to hurry up because my husband be home in ten minutes." I was like, "No, we could be done now," because I'm not trying to be. So it was just, yeah. I told you about my time with Airbnbs, and then one thing hit home for real because, you know, my time in the mental hospital, we changed, we exchanged some numbers between some of the people that I had been in there with and one of the people in there overdosed. They actually passed away. So that hit home really. That hit home for real because all the times you think that you have hard times and you have hardships and you don't want to be here, you know, some people might be going through it worse than you and some people actually have you know committed suicide and some people, you know, have actually overdosed and you know, they're not here anymore and they can't go back. They can't change that cho- they can't change that choice no more. So that was a real wake up call for me. But um that was really sad. And the craziness of the hospitals and just the, you know, after effects after being in the hospitals, because being in a hospital three times back to back to back in like one month, you kind of get used to being in there the way food is, the way medicine is, the way that people are in there. You get support, you get group therapy, you get to talk to people individually if you need to, you know, you get to make sure your medicine is always being changed and making sure it's okay. You know, it's things that you get used to, and it's like, oh, okay. Well, this is kind of cool, even though it's a lot and it's hard and it's tough. It's kind of cool because you get all this help at one time, but when you come home, it's like you gotta wait a week to talk to your therapist. You gotta wait a month to talk to your to talk to your uh, psychiatrist. You gotta wait every other week or every week for group therapy, or you gotta go group therapy too much too much and too often, and it's just a lot. So, yeah. But, um, yeah, so I went back to Chicago again for a funeral. I didn't go to a funeral because my throat swelled up so bad that my uvula swelled up as well, and I was trying to throw my uvula up because I thought it was something else. I thought it was a cough drop, but my uvula actually tried to come out, and I had a really rude doctor in this really ghetto hospital, but she gave me some antibiotics that helped me so much. So uh, I'm super thankful and grateful for her just doing that at least. But, um, yeah, I just, that was a lot. But, yeah, I didn't go to the funeral. I wasn't trying to go to the funeral anyway. I didn't know the person, plus corona, you know, so I wasn't comfortable with that. But, yeah, that happened during the time of the funeral, so I, I like, double didn't go, if that makes any sense. And then that same day, I drove to Gillette, Gillette I think, for a group jerk, and that was hot. That was really fun. That was hot. It was me and this guy. And this other guy that he invited over, and that was, that was really hot. I can see it in my head now. That was, I was one of the group jerk, and it was good. My first group jerk ever. So, that was dope. And then my first time ordering room service. That happened in April, too. So, it was just some wings. Um, I was with somebody, and they ordered some wings. And I had some of the wings. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Um, and then it's time for Arizona. So, now I'm in Arizona. I got on my first flight thinking I don't want to do this ever again. Leaving Indianapolis, going to Minneapolis, 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 okay? The twin city, right? So now I'm like, okay, I'm here. It's cold as hell. It was colder there than it was in Indianapolis. It took an hour to get there. We were there like 30 minutes, 30, 38 minutes early, earlier than we were supposed to be. But um, I was like, we're here now, so I'll take that. But... Flight was horrible. Flight was horrible. Some turbulence. We had no TV. We had one snack. The guy next to me didn't want to talk. I said, I ain't never flying ever again. But I had to take one more flight to get to Arizona. So then I took my second flight. Well, I was there for like three, four hours because my plane got delayed because it was a tire issue and all this different stuff. So I had to stay there even longer. But I was just on the phone with a whole bunch of people, just talking to like three different people, texting them on my phone, playing games. Um, thinking about what I could do to be productive. And, uh, yeah, I was doing it. I was doing it, but I made it through. Then I got on that second flight, y'all. That second flight was cool. I didn't have nobody in the same role as me as, at all. I got to watch Bad Boys for Life. I got to watch, like, an episode or two of Friends. I got to have, like, two snacks, two drinks. And that flight was lit as bleep. Like, that flight was lit as fuck, like, for real. It really, really was. So then I made it to Arizona, where my brother is. And he picked me up from the airport. That was really dope. That was a really special moment. And then we went out to eat. Got some pizza. I got an actual, like, pizza restaurant that was dope as hell. We got some, uh, what is it called, y'all? The It started with a G ice cream. Like, gelato. There we go. We got some of that. That was lit. That was dope. That was good as fuck. And then we went back to his place. And then stayed the night. And then he woke up and got his friend. And then the next day, oh, that was his birthday. So we just kind of went around, went around shopping. And then I had to hurry up and get a cake because they would not let me pre order a cake on the phone. So I had to hurry up and get a cake in Walmart, have them write his name on it, get that, get his present, make sure I got some gift bags for my present, and try to hide the cake and try to get a gift bag for my mom's present that she sent through me. Um, so that was a lot. So then we finally get to the dinner. There's so much I'm not telling y'all because there's still so much happening. And I don't want to say stuff about certain people because I don't know how our relationship will be after I say it on this public-ass platform. But while I say that, I'm going to sip my tea because I'm thirsty. Um, I'm not trying to make any bars, but that kind of just went hard. But no. Um, I am pouring myself some to drink, though, because the way this cold is acting. It's not letting me be great. Nose is hurting and everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um. Oh, that was good. That was good water. But um, but yeah, y'all. For real. So then, um after that. Oh, yeah, I forgot to tell you guys that we went out the first night I was here. Went to two gay bars. There was one news show just about, like, all they had was underwear, bumping, grinding, everything. I ain't never seen that ever in my life. But, um, there's some people I didn't get along with. My, yeah, we're going to leave it at that for right now. Um, tried some new food, tried scooters. I was pissed because we was supposed to go in California, but for whatever reason, we're not going to California now. Or we didn't go to California, so... That was very irritating. But today's Black Tastic today's Black Spotlight goes to T Brex and Skin Care. And today's Queer Amazing Spotlight is t- And today's Career Amazing Spotlight goes to Taylor Bennett, the rapper. But uh my closing statement is this is my f- April was my first month being at the hospital or was it? No, it wasn't. So I don't know why I put that in there. But uh well, I guess spring is the first season of the year that I haven't been in the hospital, so I will say that. But, yeah, y'all yeah, pray my strength because big stuff is happening, like, big stuff. At Like, even as I'm taping this episode, I'm like, okay, like, this this morning I woke up sad because I didn't know how this was going to work out. I didn't know where I was going to be, all this stuff. To fast forward to right now, in this present moment, I know where I'm going to be, but I still don't know how it's going to work out. I still got to do this, that, that, that. But I know how I feel. I know this is an opportunity of a lifetime. Um... So, yeah, y'all pray my strength, and hopefully I get over this cold that I believe a cop from my brother, but I'm taking medicine, so y'all pray my strength. I hope this episode was entertaining and not boring and not like a rant, but it was a lot. April was a whole, 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 whole lot. But, uh, yeah, so don't forget to follow your boy at Luke P. Sanders on all social media platforms, and don't forget to stay woke and to spread love and to follow us on all social media platforms at Luke CJ Podcast. What, what, what? It's your boy Luke P. Sanders telling you to listen to my third podcast, Stroker Secrets Season 1, because you're going to get all the juice, all the tea about my masturbatory experiences and masturbation as a whole and things we need to tap out. So go listen now. Everywhere you get your podcasts.